once again to the Move a Code podcast. My name is Dr. J.C. Aikenhead. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. Today, I got a good one for you. Um, essentially, what I want to go over today is core strength. The idea of a stronger core being better for you. What that means, what that entails, and essentially what you need to look for when it comes to having a real strong core. Now, I'm not shooting from the hip with this one. Um, this one's been coming for a long time, plain and simple, because recently coming in my office, I have had a lot of people come in with low back pain and serious long-term low back pain that has been treated, I'm using air quotes behind the screen here, that has been treated by core training in effort to make sure that the pain goes away. Now, while I understand this from a concept level, the fact of the matter is they're still ending up in my office. So gentlemen with, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years of low back pain, if, you get, if we're giving them the idea that they're a strong core is going to actually rid them of their back pain and make them durable to the point where they can continue to do what they want to do, but at the end of six, seven, eight, nine months of consistent, solid core training, and they are still not reaping the benefits of no back pain, then we need to look at it. We need to understand why, and we need to explain why they're not getting the results that they desire. Now, if you follow me on Instagram at Specialized Rehab, you know that a big part of my practice is golf. In fact, that is the niche I'm in. That is the patient that I uh, treat the best, in my opinion. And um, I love that because not only do we keep people doing things that they are going to be able to do for the next uh, three decades, but uh, with moving better, but in the action of moving better, they see extreme, extreme performance gains from the simple fact that they were able to move their body significantly better. In fact, I had two people just this week come in. Now, these people were pain patients. They came in for pain issues. They came in and they were shocked. They said, Doc, I, you know, I, I went to the simulator this week and, you know, I was kind of against it. I, you know, my friends wanted me to go and I said, you know, fine, okay. Uh, and I went and uh, once I got warmed up and, and got some confidence in my swing, I started to let it go a little bit. And my gosh, my club head speed is better. I'm hitting the balls 10, 20 yards further than I was before this. And I just chuckle because it's the same story every single time. No one really expects that. They come to my rehab chiropractic office for in order to reduce pain and uh, essentially take their life back or take their bodily autonomy back. However, when we get the body moving well, not only are we pain-free, but we perform at a higher level. And that's why I love it the most. Now we're getting back to core training. We're getting back to the idea that a strong core is actually going to keep you well. Now, what I know for a fact from an anatomical standpoint is that now we're referring to just low back pain. So I'm going to narrow it down just to low back pain right now. From if, if we take a look at the low back and what the low back does and the actual muscle structures that are involved with keeping the low back well, there is really just a few things, a few muscle groups that actually have a direct influence, like a direct connection to the low back itself. And one of the main ones is called the transverse abdominis. Now that transverse abdominis is, it's, it's kind of like a girdle, right? So it kind of wraps around and it's actually going to put some, some pressure up against the spine and stabilize it that way. But for the most part, all the other muscles are either involved to create better position and better posture for the rib cage and the pelvis around it. 
So I myself have a problem pretty directly when it comes to, hey, we're going to strengthen your core and that's going to fix your posture because we know that is false. That is patently false. That's not true. That's not going to work. We know that back pain, low back pain in particular, is essentially, it's, a, it's, a, it's an algorithm of things that are going on throughout the body. There are positional uh, bodily awareness things that go on throughout the body. There's essentially how, uh, one of the big things I like to talk about in the office is, what's your body's strategy to move against gravity? If you are one of these guys that's a big, proud chest and, and, and arched back and you're essentially your center of gravity, right? Your hips and your low back is falling forward all the time. There's going to be some compensations and other places that keep you upright. The brain is here to get us upright and keep us upright, keep us standing up and move through space. Nothing more, nothing less. Everything else that we do within that is on our own accord. And if we do it repetitively enough, and if we do it in the wrong direction, we are going to reap compensation effects. Now, having strong muscles, especially now I'm talking about, let's talk about the rectus abdominis, the one up front, that has no actual connection to the spine itself. So there's really no stabilization capability within the rectus abdominis. Now, the obliques, I actually like. I'm a big fan of the obliques. But oblique training, shortening the obliques and crunching the obliques down it's not going to yield what we think it's going to yield. The obliques are really, really good for positioning the rib cage in itself, positioning the pelvis in itself. Now, the rectus abdominis can play a role there as well. It's certainly capable and it certainly helps out. But when we focus on core in a sense of I'm going to strengthen my abs, we're missing the point. The main reason why we're missing the point is because the abdominal muscles are not meant to crunch down at all, okay? I want to say that again. Strength gained through core training is done in a concentric or shortening manner. So we're crunching those muscles down. We're shortening them. I'm keeping everything super, super tight, 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 tight. I lose my movement capacity. I have short muscles. I feel good. My abs maybe burn. Ah, I did a good workout. Yeah, that's core strength. That's core activity. I'm going to be happy. My back pain is going to go away. The fact of the matter that's foundationally, that's not going to help low back stability or, or, or low back protection. Let's put it that way. The main reason why is because our abdomen, first and foremost, is a canister that's going to pressurize air as our diaphragm drops. I'm going to say that again. Our abdomen, first and foremost, is a canister like a, a pressurized uh, can of uh, spray paint. Our abdomen is a canister that's going to be pressurized as the contents are compressed as the diaphragm drops. That's going to create pressure. We call that intraabdominal pressure. That intraabdominal pressure is going to spread out 360 degrees around, and that is going to put a, a, a tension, a low-grade tension against the muscles that are 100% affecting the spine and the low back. Now, it's that motion. It's that... that um, dropping of the diaphragm and creating that pressure. That is our, essentially our cornerstone of movement because that is our center of mass. So with that being our center of mass, and if we're not creating expansion in those areas and we got a hollowing going on or we got a crunching going on or we have a lot of muscle tone that's short, we are not going to be able to deliver the movement capability that we need. 
we're going to have an abdomen that is not prepped and primed for activity, for movement, for bending. We're going to have stiffness. And stiffness over time can be protective, but only for a short period of time. Because the stiffer we get, the less we move, the less we get the right motion out of those areas, the harder it's going to be when we do need motion there. I'm talking to you, my golfers, pretty directly. We all want more rotation. We all want more motion. And if we're doing something that is going to focus on tightening, we're going to lose, plain and simple. Even if you have, uh, even if you're not a golfer, if you have aspirations to bend over and pick up um, a piece of paper on the ground, you're not going to be able to keep that spine completely extended or even completely neutral forever. There's going to come a time where we are going to dump forward. We are going to flex. And unless we're prepped for it, unless we're ready for it, we will have a problem. So what do we do? In the office, we want to build a foundation. If you've listened to some of my podcasts before, you know the foundation is going to be breathing. You know that how we breathe is going to be the cornerstone of how we move. Breathing and movement are intimately linked. So if we're able to create the right breathing pattern and create the right expansion in our abdomen, create the right stretch against our muscles. Now, keep in mind the brain is our governor, right? So if our brain feels comfortable, it's going to allow for more movement. So we breathe, we work on breathing, we coach it to essentially give people and give the brain the idea that everything is safe, everything is good to move. When we're able to do that properly, then we're going to be able to build on a foundation that is completely stable. Now, everything else we do, all the mechanical things, capturing rotation of the hips, uh, moving through the thoracic spine, even working on the core muscles themselves through um, through carries, through exercises, through side planking, through things like that, side planking rotation, through rotational drills themselves. If we're able to maintain that expansion through the abdomen, we are going to have the right amount of function in that area that's going to allow you to be active in your life instead of walking around like a plank throughout your entire life. So I want us to rethink how we go about training our core muscles. We know that it can be effective for a workout, but is it effective for life? Is continually to, to, to load and shorten muscles over and over and over again, is that going to get us what we want? Are those motions that we require throughout our daily life? Are those motions that we desire in our golf game? Are those motions that we desire when we are lifting weights, picking something up off the floor, picking our kid up off the floor or something like that? Because chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know better. You know that strengthening your abs and getting a six-pack is not going to get you where you want to go. But instead, if we're able to crack a movement pattern for you, that's going to take pressure off the low back, that's going to distribute motion, distribute force evenly throughout the body, and utilize all the joints to the level they're supposed to be utilized at, that is going to get you exactly what you need. That is going to help you win. That is going to keep you well. And that is going to ensure that you're going to be able to golf and work out for the next 10, 20, 30 years. With that, folks, I'm going to leave you. We're continuing to grow this podcast. I'm working really hard to get the right message out to people because as you can imagine, there's a lot of information out there and not all of it is the real deal. So if you like this podcast, if you think at the very least, if what I said got you thinking a little bit, I would love if you shared this with someone. That is the only way this podcast is going to grow. And 
that's going to get my message out. Now, keep in mind, I am here to educate. I'm never going to sell anyone anything. I'm never going to give you any BS. That's just my opinion. And everything I talk about is 100% applicable in your life. I think that's a good foundation to go off of. And I hope you listen again next week. Thank you so much.